although people know that the civil war fought there in the 80s, so those of us who are alive in the 80s know it was the site of the West versus the East, America versus Russia. But even after the exploitation, after the corruption, just look at the wealth that's still there. It is a diamond mining country anyway, Angola, but it hasn't really seen the value out of it. Now, when you can still discover a stone that large, remember, it's 170 carat or so. A diamond, not even half of that was sold at an auction in 2017 for over 70 million U.S. dollars. So although the 170 will be lost during the cutting and polishing, it will not be 170 when it's sold. It's still a record-breaking kind of fine. And it's good that the new government of J-Law is being, is being given a boost because imagine if they were not able to make new fines like that. It's still oil they can get there. It's still diamonds they can get there. It's a tourist destination. It's well-located. You remember last last month we talked about them opening the border with Namibia for trade. So it's really open for business and it's good for J-Law that the country can still make such fines because it gives him the base from which to build. That sounds absolutely fantastic. Rwanda will produce methane gas from Lake Kivu. Lake Kivu, this is compressed natural gas, you know, that emerges from under the surface. Lake Kivu is significant because it's towards the west of the country. It it literally is the border between Rwanda and the DRC. Now, think about the discussions we've had about the conflict between Rwanda and the DRC. If that project works the way it's supposed to, it's a $400 million project with a company called Gasmet. They're expecting to start cooking using this gas was the end of next year. Now, it would be just another story if it was just another country. But when Rwandans signed deals like that, they signed it in 2019, but the outbreak of COVID disrupted this. If they talk about deals like that, they are very quick to activate and get to the point where they can commission and start pumping the natural gas. But it's, it's the one way of managing the risk because it can be very dangerous if it's not managed methane gas. So to, to mine it and then use it for domestic use, is quite a smart move, but it's also good for the region and the peace between the two countries. And then lastly, Victor, Egypt and Jordan agree on removing restrictions that are hampering trade. Egypt is always a frontier economy, Elvis. It's a very important bridge between the north of Africa and the Middle East. And when you think about the Africa continental free trade area and where Egypt is located, this is not just the bridge between Egypt and Jordan and the Middle East. It's a bridge between Africa, sub-Saharan Africa, North Africa and the Middle East, which is excellent for trade. When you when you promote intra-Africa trade, you need to open those international borders as well so that the goods produced in Egypt as part of the free trade can find their way to the international markets. It's also good for the stability of the Middle East to have trade agreements like this.